0: Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn?
1: Hymn number
2: 371. We lift our hearts in praise, O God of life, to Thee, and would reflect in all our ways Thy purity.
3: Thy thoughts our lives enfold, and free us from all fear. All strife is stilled, all grief consoled, for thou art here. Hymn 371.
0: If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, uh, please go to our website. On the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that first, and then click on the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings, and there you will find our readings for tonight. And the theme is, The Law of God. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland.
1: The Bible. Psalms. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent of the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Romans There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death for what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. God, sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it,
4: and to teach
1: in Israel statutes and judgments. Now this is the copy of the letter that the king Artaxerxes gave unto Ezra the priest, the scribe, even a scribe of the words of the commandments of the Lord and of his statutes to Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, unto Ezra the priest, a scribe of the law of the God of heaven. Perfect peace, and at such a time. I make a decree that all they of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm, which are minded of their own free will, to go up to Jerusalem, go with thee, Forasmuch as thou art sent of the king and of his seven counselors to inquire concerning Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of thy God, which is in thine hand, and I, even I, Artaxerxes the king, do make a decree to all the treasurers which are beyond the river, that whatsoever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of the God of heaven, shall require of
4: you it be done speedily. Second Chronicles Hezekiah appointed
1: the courses of the priests and the Levites after their courses, every man according to his service, the priests and Levites for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister and to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the tents of the Lord. He appointed also the king's portion of his substance for the burnt offerings, to wit, for the morning and evening burnt offerings, and the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, and for the new moons, and for the set feasts, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Moreover, he commanded the people that dwelt in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and the Levites that they might be encouraged in the law of the Lord. A relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. If we are sensibly with the body, and regard omnipotence as a corporeal, material person whose ear we would gain. We are not absent from the body and present with the Lord in the demonstration of spirit. We cannot serve two masters. To be present with the Lord is to have not mere emotional ecstasy or faith, but the actual demonstration and understanding of life as revealed in Christian science. To be with the Lord is to be in obedience to the law of God, to be absolutely governed by divine love, by spirit, not by matter. The true logos is demonstrably Christian science, the natural law of harmony which overcomes discord not because this science is supernatural or preternatural, nor because it is an infraction of divine law, but because it is the immutable law of God, good. Jesus said, I knew that thou hearest me always, and he raised Lazarus from the dead, stilled the tempest, healed the sick, walked on the water, There is divine authority for believing in the superiority of spiritual power over material resistance. There is neither place nor opportunity in science for error of any sort. Every day makes its demands upon us for higher proofs rather than professions of Christian power. These proofs consist solely in the destruction of sin, sickness, and death by the power of spirit as Jesus destroyed them. This is an element of progress and progress is the law of God whose law demands of us only what we can certainly fulfill. Jesus bore our sins in his body. He knew the mortal errors, which constitute the material body, and could destroy those errors. But at the time when Jesus felt our infirmities, he had not conquered all the beliefs of the flesh or his sense of material life, nor had he risen to his final demonstration of spiritual power. When man demonstrates Christian science absolutely, he will be perfect. He can neither sin, suffer, be subject to matter, nor disobey the law of God. Therefore, he will be as the angels in heaven. Christian science and Christianity are one. How? Then in Christianity any more than in Christian science. Can we believe in the reality and power of both truth and error, spirit and matter, and hope to succeed with contraries? Matter is not self-sustaining. Its false supports fail one after another. Matter succeeds for a period only by falsely parading in the vestments of law. Instead of blind and calm submission to the incipient or advanced stages of disease, rise in rebellion against them. Banish the belief that you can possibly entertain a single intruding pain which cannot be ruled out by the might of mind. And in this way, you can prevent the development of pain in the body. No law of God hindereth this result. It is error to suffer for aught but your own sins. Christ or truth will destroy all other supposed suffering, and real suffering for your own sins will cease in proportion as the sin ceases. How would you define Christian science? as the law of God, the law of good, interpreting and demonstrating the divine principle and rule of universal harmony. God's law is in three words. I am all. And this perfect law is ever-present to rebuke any claim of another law. The ever-recurring human question and wonder, what is God? can never be answered satisfactorily by human hypotheses or philosophy. Divine Metaphysics and St. John have answered this great question forever in these words,
4: God is love. Absolute definition
1: of deity is the theme for time and for eternity. It is iterated in the law of God, reiterated in the gospel of Christ, voiced in the thunder of Sinai, and breathed in the Sermon on the Mount. Hence our Master's saying, Think not that I come to destroy the
4: law or the prophets, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. May the divine
1: light of Christian science, that lighteth every enlightened thought, illumine your faith and understanding. Exclude all darkness or doubt, and signal the perfect path wherein to walk, the perfect principle whereby to demonstrate the perfect man and the perfect law of God.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn?
1: Hymn number two sixteen. Oh, he who trusts in God's protection and hopes in him when fears alarm, is sheltered by his loving-kindness, delivered by his mighty arm. If ye God's law can understand, ye have not builded on the sand. Hymn number 216,
0: Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church much of which is from our various websites, many of which are in other foreign languages. And as a result, people across the world have been able to get access to and read God's inspiring word. We're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. Indeed, people all over the globe have found our church, have found God's Word, and we are most grateful for God who made this all possible and available. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. All of the material there is healing and inspiring and is offered free of charge, and it comes with the love of this church. And I'd like to point out one article we're now featuring on the homepage of our English website. It's a beautiful little article by Charles Van Barneveld entitled Gratitude, and uh, highly recommended. Uh, Join us every Sunday here. We start on Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. We also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school, we're very happy to say, has a teleconference feature that's dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school. And many of our students do attend our Sunday school by telephone. This means that your child also can attend by telephone regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school and we would love to welcome your child there. A few more announcements before we go on. We're going to have a Bible study this Saturday at 10 o'clock. The Bible study questions are on the website. Check them out, and join us this Saturday at 10 a.m. for a lively discussion. Also, our full-text lesson sermon booklet for the month of December was recently printed and mailed to subscribers. And I have to also say, mark your calendar, mark the day, Thursday of next week, Thanksgiving. Take one hour out of the day to join us here in our church at 11 o'clock where we can give praise to God and thanks to Him. It's a very holy and sacred time and it restores to this holiday its true purpose in recognizing that we most certainly have been blessed and that we need to take some time to recognize it, acknowledge it, and return thanks to Almighty God for them. Remember, Thanksgiving Day, 11 a.m. I will now read from our church manual the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering— though the generic name of the disease may be indicated now for everyone that gives a testimony tonight we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes this will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight and for those on the teleconference when you're ready to give a testimony please press the star button twice on your telephone Also remember, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Candy Candy from Wisconsin. Go ahead.
3: Hello, everybody. Fairly, I would love to thank you for those powerful readings on the law of God. Thank you. Tonight, I would like to express my gratitude for our extensive website and 24-7 reading room. Access to the books, articles, songs, and services have been a wonderful lifeline for me. During this coming holiday season, it is so easy to be caught up in the turmoil of what appears to be the true picture, but is just a false claim of the mortal world. I had been working with the idea of harmony for all and came across this quote in Peter V. Ross's book, Leaves of Healing, under the subsection entitled Family Affairs, page 236, which I would like to share. Peace, peace. Wonderful peace pervades your household and your very being. This must be the case, because the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. I now have this written down on notepaper besides every chair I usually sit in, and when the argument comes to disrupt my peace, I pick up the quote and work with it to quell the false arguments of any possibility of a
4: disturbance. Many thanks to Mr. Ross for this very special gift. And good night, everyone.
0: Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Go ahead.
3: Good evening, and thank you for those wonderful readings. Um, I would like to share an experience I had a few weeks ago. It was a wonderful proof of God's law and our present perfection in spite of appearances. I was having a really wonderful afternoon when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, came some seeming symptoms of a cold or flu. I won't go into the details, but some of the symptoms seemed quite serious and had me flat on my back in no time. I'd been working that week with a book by James Neal, who was one of Mary Baker Eddy's early students. I don't know the exact quote, but to paraphrase, it was in regard to impersonalizing error and knowing that whatever was suggesting itself had nothing to do with me at all, was not my problem, but merely a false suggestion presenting itself for either acceptance or denial. This was an incredibly helpful approach. I fell asleep and woke up a couple hours later with most of the symptoms dissipated. The thought came to me then to get out of bed and go to work on my Wednesday testimony, which I did. By the time I was finished, there were no symptoms remaining, and I was feeling as perfect as ever. A quote from Gary at last Sunday's roundtable comes to mind. He said, and I quote, There is nothing greater in the world than to have confidence in God, and once you have it, no one can take it away from you. This experience added to my arsenal of built-up confidences in God. Which I am daily adding to and exceedingly
4: grateful for. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Nancy from
0: Texas, go ahead.
4: Thank you, Fairley, for those
3: wonderful readings and the lovely music this evening. I'm most grateful for the ability to turn to God whenever a problem arises, whether it's physical, emotional, financial, or whatever might present itself as inharmonious. I have friends who turn to medicine, doctors, and even psychiatrists, and rarely do they receive anything more than short-term relief or answers. But as Christian scientists, we can skip all the in-between steps on our road to the kingdom of heaven and go straight to the source of all goodness, God. The King James Bible and Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mrs. Eddy have all the answers we need. They need to be studied, not simply read. One of my favorite phrases to work with is on page 16 of Science and Health, found in Mrs. Eddy's spiritual interpretation of the Lord's Prayer, quote, Thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present, end quote. When applied to problems that arise, it removes all doubt and fear and affirms God's omnipotence, and healings quickly follow. I am very grateful for all the healings I've had in my life and for everyone in this church that helped make the website possible for the rest of us who don't live in Plainfield. It truly
4: is a 24 7 reading room. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Shardell. Hello.
6: In an article by Mary Baker Eddy, she talks about God working in every part of us. Although it is seemingly a small thing, I experienced the healing of a toe, actually a toenail, that was not normal, and finally the entire nail came off. None of this was painful, only unpleasant. At one point, after my own prayers, I thought the healing was finished, but that was not the case. I continued to work, and one day I noticed my practitioner looking at my toe with a bandage which had been placed for protection. It was after that incident the healing was complete and I now have a normal lovely toe and nail, making it possible to wear normal shoes. My practitioner never said anything to me, but when I told her what I thought had happened, she was quietly affirmative. Just one more proof that from head to toe we are spiritual beings and operate in the realm of truth. I am very grateful to my practitioner for her constant and loving care. Also, I am grateful for this church, to be, and to be and learning all things
4: are possible to God, big or small. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Craig.
7: Thank you, Fairly, for those, those wonderful readings. They're always so inspired and, and with a lot of vigor. Thank you for the beautiful music that we've had today. Yes, Fairly said, God is love. And in this church, I feel it whenever I'm here. And it's outside of this church, too. And sometimes I have to remind myself, but it is the truth. God is love, and God is omnipresent. Last week, a practitioner had told me in Him, live, move, and breathe. And I had a healing related to that. Well, this Monday, I was going to gas my car, and this is what I can put it to, God's love. I was just driving by a local school, Stop the stop sign, looked to the right, Look to the left, but it was a bright sun out at the time, around three something. And so I proceeded. And then all of a sudden, my left foot jerked and hit the brake. And something, for some reason, I couldn't totally say, but I looked again, and it was kids riding the bicycle right across. I looked to the left, I looked to the right, but the sun was so bright. But it didn't, wasn't too bright for God to, to make me jerk. And I hit the brake and didn't touch one of them. And I was just very thankful. First ashamed, but then I said thank you God. Because he did it. Because <laughs> I, sh- I surely didn't. And all was well. Mrs. Eddie says, she did it three times. She like, quotes, uh, Acts 17 28. For in him we live, move, and have our being. And you know, I've heard it many times, but I, I more and more realize that that means God's love is in whom we live, move, and have our being, and 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 is governing and protecting us and everyone, even when we don't see it. Thank you. And thanks for Mary Vicarity and our practitioner. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Dede from Georgia. Go ahead.
4: Thank you. I'm grateful for all that I'm learning in this church that's helping me to better trust in and
3: demonstrate my understanding of God's power. With each challenge I face,
4: I see an opportunity to increase my faith by standing more firmly in truth. Recently, a family member told me that she woke up not feeling well. And was quickly becoming convinced that she wouldn't be able to do what she needed to that day. I immediately and firmly said, No, we're not accepting any of this. I repeated, God is something we say often to remind ourselves that there's no power apart from Him whatsoever. I reminded her that nothing could hurt her, let her know I would support her while she rested for a bit, so assured her she would be up. And doing and going on with her day. About 45 minutes later, she contacted me to let me know she was feeling better and went on to do what she needed to that day with much joy and gratitude. I'm so grateful for the proof that my courage and confidence in good is steadily increasing while surely casting out the fear that I was once filled with as I continue on my journey to love others more and love God most. Thank you so much for tonight's reading and for all of the music for all the testimonies given tonight and for all the work that's going on in this church. I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for
8: the readings tonight and the music. I'm very grateful for a lesson that I had in persistence and gaining confidence and using my voice to express uh, a need and persist in it, even though I was running up against resistance and unhelpful behavior. Um, After recovering a lost legal document through prayer, I needed to take some next steps. I was dealing with a large organization, and had a lot of red tape. And I didn't have a lot of time to waste on this, and it seemed like every direction I went, I would run into a wall. And it was a bit confusing. And then, in the midst of all this, I realized I had missed a very important deadline. I spoke to my practitioner about this, and she prayed uh with me with this and uh each time would help me with a different thought like the power of a right idea cannot be stopped and that god was really taking care of everything for me and i could trust that and as we went through this she helped me face many obstacles uh, but it, it it seemed very a uh, principle that this this was her idea and it needed to go forward despite all the uh, opposition that I was running into one day I'd asked for her prayers and again she reminded me of God's available help so I sat down in front of the computer and decided to get very uh, assertive and firm and wrote this individual and told them I don't even remember the words but they just flowed out and basically said that I knew there had been a mistake, but that this needed to go forward and I'd really like to have her help now on this and because she kept putting it off and I don't remember what else, but it was firm and it was clear and it was uh, more authoritative than I had in the past. Well, she immediately responded to it and within a couple of days the situation was resolved. I got what was legally mine, despite that I had missed the deadline. And it was just flowed so beautifully. And I was so grateful for this lesson in so many levels and my practitioner support. I'm very grateful to be here tonight and be part of this church.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
9: Jeremy. I am so grateful for all that God has given me through Christian science, this church, and practitioner support that has allowed me to become useful to God. Learning that we each have our own God-given purpose and that He inspires us daily to do our work to bring the Word of God to all mankind has been the biggest blessing of my life. My whole life before coming here, I, I knew I was looking for something, but I never expected it to be anything like this. It just makes me think that God truly is good. I love to see how my work fits me so well and how the work of others here really fits them. And I'm grateful to know it is God that did the fitting in every case. I love also to see that God gives us all what we need always. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church and for all that God does for each of us, and through each of us. What a constant blessing it is to be here. Thank you. And now I have a testimony from Imogen in
4: Australia.
2: Good evening. Tonight I wanted to express my sincere gratitude to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent and to our pure and holy practitioners at this church. It was just over two years ago now that God led me to Plainfield Independent, and what a joyous time of learning and growth I am experiencing here. Of the many lessons I have learned at this church, the lesson of not fighting error with error has been the most profound. Before coming here, I used to make the mistake of yelling back at human hatred, of picking a fight with injustice. But this approach never did any good. It never yielded any results. All this did was inflame thought and take me off the straight and narrow road to our Lord. Take myself out of the kingdom. And Mrs. Eddy has told us, quote, Christian scientists must live under the constant pressure of the apostolic command to come out from the material world and be separate. They must renounce aggression, oppression, and the pride of power. Christianity, with the crown of love upon her brow, must be their queen of life. End quote. The world from a material viewpoint can seem to be a chaos, but we are on the side of science and peace. On the website this week, I found a wondrous article entitled The United States of America by Bignell Young. The holy power in this recording really blew my socks off. Thank you for this remarkable recording and the fantastic quote by Bignell Young, The way to handle error is not to get up a fight with error, but to do some mighty knowing from the standpoint of omnipotence. The standpoint from which to handle error is the standpoint of principle, the one divine standpoint. And he references from Revelation, the Lord God Omnipotent reigneth. That's by Bicknell Young. So I'm very grateful to the Plainfield Independent practitioners and teachers. I'm very grateful for learning and for the corrections I've been given here. Our world today may present a broad highway to material sense, but we are on the straight and narrow at Fortress Plainfield where no human opinion can disturb the truth of God. Thank you to our Lord God Almighty. Thank you to dear Christ Jesus. And thank you to Mary Baker Eddy for bringing us the revelation of Christian science that is the only healing power in our world today. It is a very special time to be working this earth and to be learning at Plainfield Independent. Thank you to our dedicated, holy, pure practitioners and teachers. Thank you for keeping the pure teachings of Mary Baker Eddy and our early workers in a strong fortress where no human opinion can shake or shock.
9: And now we have a testimony from Izzy in England.
10: Good evening. Tonight I would like to express my huge gratitude for the Bible studies. There is a vast archive of these, going back to 2015, reached through the Plainfield website under the This Week's Lesson tab. Some time ago I decided to start back at the beginning, and I have been working my way through them ever since, just fitting them in whenever I can. I haven't made quite the progress I had envisaged as I am still on 2015, but I'm getting closer to the end of the year, and with each Bible study I have learned and gained something amazing. I realized that I had completely lost touch with the Bible. And listening to these has taught me so much about this beautiful book. So many things I didn't know. Things I knew but had forgotten. And a whole new meaning and relevance to just about everything. I've also learned some really interesting historical facts from the discussions. Two of the earliest Bible studies concentrate on the story of Esther. I didn't know this book at all, but it was a fascinating insight. And this then helped me make the connection with the article by Parsons in the watching section, which explains the watch that Esther took when danger came, so that she was able to protect her people. There have been so many more, and I am sure many more riches await. I also really enjoyed listening to the discussions that the group have had about other things going on in the world. Many of the conversations from seven years ago have turned out to be very accurate. I am so grateful to have found a church which is so awake and actively working against the illusions that seem to have consumed so many. To those who had the vision and foresight to put these sessions together and to record them for posterity and upload them to where they would be accessible to all, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, thank you for what I have listened to, and thank you for what I am going to listen to, for what I have learned, and for what I have yet to come. It is all such a blessing. Thank you to God, to Jesus, and to Mrs. Eddy, for this precious gift of Christian Science, and thank you to all at this church for the dedication, commitment. And outpouring of love over decades that continues to enrich this
4: wondrous world. Thank you. Yeah,
0: this is Bruce, and I'm so thankful for this time of year, for the opportunity to stop and thank God and remember our blessings. That wasn't always the case. In fact, It wasn't that many years ago, it seems, where Thanksgiving time was very difficult for me because I needed to learn to be grateful. I know that uh, one of the questions that is asked in Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy, it goes like this, Are you really grateful for the good already received? Now, you notice that that question did not ask, Did you receive any good? But the way the question is asked, the implication is that you definitely, yes, did receive some good. And to restate the question again, are you grateful for it? So this has helped me immensely. But it also recalls a time uh, some time ago where it taught me an amazing lesson. I had had the amazing blessing to have a work opportunity, which I gladly accepted. And as you can imagine, every work opportunity has its challenges. And at that time, I needed to grow in grace a little bit more because when things got difficult, I became fearful. I remember calling a practitioner in this church and saying, you know, I think I need to get out of this situation. And her words back to me immediately were, you better be grateful that you do have that opportunity. And that kind of set me back, but it was something I needed to hear, and I spent a significant amount of time contemplating it and taking it in and let it settle within me. So I continued with that work opportunity, being grateful for it, no matter how challenging it may have been for me at that time. And that, to me, was an amazing healing. It set the fear aside, that is, it dissolved the fear altogether. Plus, it also implanted the resolve to look for the good, be grateful for it, and get the blessing from it. And that was an amazing lesson that I needed to learn badly at that time. I'm still learning it now, but it's all good, and for which I'm quite grateful.
4: Florence from Georgia. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank
11: you, Kelly, for the beautiful readings. And I love it when you said God's law is I am all. It only requires our obedience to it. Thank you. I'm so grateful that so many people are proving this. Mrs. Eddy gave us everything we need, and using them really do prove that God is here with us all. I have a testimony from Australia, it's a beautiful weather testimony and she says, on Monday morning at 4 a.m., my husband and I awoke to torrential damaging rain and a severe electrical storm. We immediately reached for our liberator on weather, science and health and notes from a previous round table on weather from September 2018. How comforting to have the Fainfield CS website at our fingertips to help us with any situation. I also contacted the weather committee to support us as the outlook for our area looked very grim over the next couple of days. This would have been devastating as the rain at 4 a.m. did damage um, some properties. The passages we worked with were powerful, immediately calming, and included the passage from page 379 of Science and Health, which read, the real jurisdiction of the world is in mind, controlling every effect and recognizing all causation as vested in divine mind. We also read from the blue book, page 37, says watch. Love controls the weather, no electricity of mortal mind, no thunder, no high winds to blow, divine mind governs all. Team 148 was helpful. The storm may roar without me, my heart may low be laid, but God is round about me, and can I be dismayed? I am so grateful for the loving support of the Weather Committee and to have this holy information available anytime, anywhere, and in any circumstance. The rain eased and completely stopped during that day. Even the sun peaked through the clouds. The day's forecast of wind and rain did not happen. How wondrous is the Lord. Our local committee recognized and we're grateful that the dire weather forecast did not happen. We are truly grateful to be members of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, the priceless instructional teachings and watches. So grateful for all the workers who tirelessly research articles for the carousel, record audios for the website, and all the lesson sermons, the practitioners, and Mary Baker Eddy, who discovered this wonderful sign. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here and praising God and thanking everyone who has contributed to allowing this truth to
4: go on and now to all the world. Happy to be here tonight. Thank you. Dale from Virginia. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Good
3: evening. Thank you so much for those wonderful, those excellent readings on the law of God. I'm very grateful for the unity watches in this church. Not only do they inspire in the moment to do supported and faithful prayer with others on specific issues, but they promote a very valuable further study. A watch that we had in June of this year included this statement. Quote, our supreme God, through his power and law, is the natural healer of all our diseases and hath ordained the way of salvation of all men from all
4: evil. End quote.
3: I have used this statement every day since then in my morning study. It came from Miscellany by Mary Baker Eddy, page 36. It is from the communion service and dedication of the extension. The many pages found here included the annual meeting of 1906, in which the clerk put forth a history of how this church started and grew and grew. It is so wonderful to revisit how the church meetings, which started in Mississippi's parlor, were conducted in larger and larger halls. The original church erected in 1894 inaugurated two Sunday services in 1896 to handle the overflow of attendance. Then branch churches were organized to relieve the overcrowded conditions. And finally, the extension, which held 5,000 people, was dedicated in
11: 1906.
3: Thousands of people came from all parts of this country and the world to the annual meeting, and they had to hold multiple services to accommodate everyone. People came because they had found the answer to all the problems that this life could hold. And today, in this independent church, our adherents dedicated to the study of Mary Baker Eddy's Pure Divine Science, which is practical in every way to find the answers needed for health, harmony, and happiness through finding God
4: as all in all and man as his reflection. Thank you very much for this service tonight.
0: Thank you. Linda from North Carolina. Carolina. Go ahead.
3: Hi, good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for the beautiful testimonies that I can add just a little bit to uh I'm so grateful to hear everyone's voice and have it hinged on such a strong lesson and The reason I called in is because I've been working with one of the citations from tonight's lesson from Psalms, and it is the psalm nineteen fourteen Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. And I have been working with this for several weeks, and the way it came to me was, and I I guess I do understand that for all the years of reading, these wonderful truths come in unbidden, and this is the one that came in over the last... Maybe even the last month. And I thought, you know, I wonder if this psalm isn't a little, a little wrong in the order that (laughs) the words of my mouth, uh, are being asked first when really what I needed to focus on was the meditation of my heart. And that if I focused on the meditation of my heart and that being acceptable in thy sight as to God, who is my strength and my redeemer, my words couldn't be anything but perfect. So I know so many years I stressed about, uh, what should I do? What will, should I say this? Should I say that? And I, I feel the healing is that I'm not so concerned with that anymore. I'm concerned with the meditation of my heart. And to have a group of people who year after year and day after day uh offer these truths to the world means everything to so many people. So I thank you all, and good night.
4: Thank you. Tony or Lenny from Georgia, go ahead. Hi. uh fairly, thank you for the readings tonight you um you read something from Science and health um, Can we be- the quote, can we believe in the reality and power of both truth and error, spirit and matter, and hope to succeed with contraries i um I found that within the in your readings tonight and that's pretty much sums up what I was calling about for a a situation I was was in about a month ago. Um, I was struggling with a a pretty aggressive case of poison ivy. Uh, It was very difficult for me not to pay attention to it. The practitioner reminded me that I was uh, spotless and without blemish. He told me to stop checking it. Uh, The case uh, became worse. And, uh, it was spreading. And I was really kind of, honestly, I was just frustrated that, you know, I wasn't seeing any results. Uh, but that weekend, I heard in on one of the roundtable classes, there was a discussion about exercising. And I kind of went away and realized if I was going to be honest about my motives, you know, I, I, you know i was I had been exercising to kind of stay in shape um so was I deep down really thinking that I was material, even though I was claiming that I was spiritual um and the practitioner had been telling me, you know I really have to watch my thought uh what's behind what I do. It's very important. I have to watch my motives, so about five or six days into this. I found myself really tempted to take poison ivy medicine to just to make the itch stop and to dry it out. I remember I actually held the product in my hand and I looked at it. And I was just considering. And then I was like, you know, what what have all my prayers been about? You know, who am I really? You know, am I material? Am I spiritual? And I know in the past you know if I had worked on something and it didn't yield like if I had a pain, you know i would I might take a pain pill, so I just decided look i'm I'm just prepared, I'm just going to walk the walk, regardless of the physical evidence, no matter what the outcome is. So I decided in the end, I know it's true about me, so I didn't take the medication because I knew it wouldn't really heal me well, this very next day. I noticed a change. Um, that was a very struggling time I had gone through, but suddenly <laughs> the the itch was gone. It started to dry up immediately. Uh, it's something that totally changed in me when I made that stand. And I called a practitioner, and she said, Well, it's lost its power. It's over. And that's exactly what happened. It just continued, just to totally fade out. And you know I wanted a quick healing, but that apparently wasn't what I needed, so I just wanted to give uh deep gratitude to the practitioner for working with me through this and helping to uncover what really needed fixing and uh I'm just grateful for for being here and listening to the testimonies and uh everything I have received here from. Christ and Mrs. Eddie and the workers the current day workers that put this on for us thank you so much thank you Mary
12: good evening everyone we conclude with a few more things that were given from out of town the first from Virginia I wanted to thank you I wanted to give thanks to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent For the website and the YouTube videos. I've been listening to the YouTube video, the 91st Psalm by Bliss Knapp. It is often recommended that we memorize this Psalm. Listening over and over, listening over and over has not only helped me to memorize it, but it has also helped me to understand it better. Thank you, Plainfield. And then Virginia. Thank you for these many blessings the true government watch booklet on the carousel. It it has been and is a splendid source to work with and grounding us to know that God and only God is in charge. Then Im- Immortality, the 1949 association addressed by Herbert Ricci, also on the carousel, is enlightening and profound. Thank you so much for showing our real selfhood, when with God, now and always. And then the uh, song Peace in Christ, so beautifully sung on Sunday, November 6th, is what we can have when we work with and stay with these messages of truth. Thank you so much. And then Pennsylvania. Often if I'm awake during the night, I turn to the archived roundtables or Bible studies. Last night I happened on the March 1st, 2015 roundtable which includes a thorough discussion on the meaning of bland denial. If anyone like myself needs a clear understanding or refresher of what Mrs. Eddy meant by bland denial in Miscellaneous Writings, page 31, I sure recommend this roundtable. Thank you, too, for a recent roundtable discussion on the subject of immunization. It was very helpful to me in the very medical-oriented atmosphere of the senior housing in which we live, where immunization is the norm, and medical personnel were even brought in to administer the Nameless Nothing boosters. Canada Thank you, Plainfield, for providing us with the booklet True Government. It is very timely and presents strong watches and ideas to work with. Much appreciated and North Carolina. Please pass along a hug and thanks to Faith, Bruce, Jared, and anyone else who sang the musical selection, There is Peace in Christ. It was wonderful. And This is from California. Last night as I was preparing for our Bible study this Saturday, I experienced difficulty in reading the sections in Revelation as my thought wanted to wander continually. But knowing that there would be great reward in perseverance, I continued through, then picked up the Tomlinson and then my favorite Rev. Kratzer to expound on what I had read in the assigned reading. What I received was the reward promised, understanding. As I left my books, I thought about what I had learned and thanked God for leading me to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is a gift to be here and to be able to participate with all of you in our Bible studies. It's fun being in a class again and doing homework. Sending the happiness that comes with being here tonight. And then one more. This is a testimony from Illinois. I'm grateful for this church, Plainfield Independent, and all of the pure Christian science that is practiced here. The website is such a blessing, and often I find myself being uplifted by one of many articles that reminds me of God's allness and ever presence. I am so happy to have access to these materials any time. It helps to raise my consciousness above the clamor of mortal mind. I was raised in Christian science but had fallen away from our local church as an adult. I always turn to God in times of darkness but this Church has given me a real appreciation for the truth and my desire to know God in everything in my experience. I have had many demonstrations, big and small, and keeping these encounters with our Father in in forefront of my thought is a healthy reminder of the awesomeness of our God. Several years ago, when my children were all toddlers, I drove from the Midwest to Arizona to spend time with my parents. On my second day of driving, I found myself stuck in traffic on an interstate near Albuquerque on a late Friday afternoon, and my gas tank was dwindling quickly. Because of the desert heat I had the air conditioner on high, and the unexpected traffic delay resulted in me running out of gas a few miles from the next exit. As I pulled as far off the side as I could and got very still so I could listen to God, who is was my constant companion and my only supply. Within two minutes, a man pulled up behind me in a truck and came to the window and knocked. He asked if we needed any assistance, and when he saw my predicament, he told me that he and his teenage son would push my car with their vehicle down the highway to the next exit and to a gas station. This was the answer that I have learned will always come and I make myself receptive to it. We drove carefully down the highway about four miles, and we were able to go directly down the exit ramp and into the gas station at the right of the ramp. I was able to fill my car with gasoline, thank my angels, and get right back on track. This entire event took less than ten minutes. Often when I seemed to find myself being challenged by error or false belief, I remember that God has never failed me. I know the importance of being grateful, and this helps to keep my thought on God and His omnipotence. Thank you all for the members of the Plainfield, thank you, thank you for all of the members of the Plainfield Independent, for all of the roundtables, the Bible studies, testimonies, services, resources, practitioners, volunteers who keep the watch and contribute to the forum, and the Liberator, and most of all, thank you for the love that comes from this Church, which perfectly reflects the love of our Father, Omnipotent God. So I thank you all too tonight. So wonderful to be with everyone to hear those beautiful readings about God's law, beautiful music and testimonies. It's always a privilege to be with you all, and have a good night.
0: Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn?
8: Hymn number 329. The heavens declare the glory of Him who made all things. Each day repeats the story, each night its tribute brings. To earth's remotest border His mighty power is known, In beauty, grandeur, order, his handiwork is shown in number 329.